believe in each other and believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Look at you. I'm telling you what, man, I'm ready to go. I was at the Radford Galax game last night, and I'm still fired up. You were doing some cheering, weren't you? Not just cheering, man. I wanted to get out there. They they were not really. They okay. were they were killing each other. Well, all right. <laughs> Those are physical teams. Yes. I mean, it was a great game. We're going to talk about that one here in a little bit. Uh, it's week four of the twenty twenty two high school football season. Man, another big game uh, down in Galax last night. Radford beat Galax twenty eight to seven in a slugfest. Um, Coach Michael Chris has quite a team. He does uh, down there in Radford. Uh, Quarterback Landon Clark, he is something to see. I mean, just a natural quarterback, a natural leader out there. And then uh, wide receiver Marcel Baylor, um, the young man who's already signed with Virginia Tech. Okay. Man, did he show up. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Charlie Davis, uh, what a fine, uh, played middle linebacker last night, tough defender right there in the middle. Parker Prelo, just a lot of guys doing a lot of things to, to get the win over Galax. We're going to talk more about that one. You're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. In the studio with me today, directly north, I guess it's north, directly north. We say it's north. <laughs> we say it's our north. Yes. How about that? Uh, Coach, you heard him, Coach uh, Randy Lefwich, uh, uh running the board over there. How you doing, Coach? You know, my nephew, my great nephew, has oh. decided to share a little something with me right now. So bear with me if I sound like Barry White this morning. Uh oh, he's got the crud, and he's decided to share it with me. What so. are your other nephews? If you got one great one, I mean, oh, I've got uh, some average day. ones. I've got some average ones. I got the one great one. <laughs> I got you know, but I, you know, but we're at we're at that point where I've got a Killian now, and I've got a Lucian, and all the names are starting to. Be these, you know, there's no more Johns and Davids. It's not like the Irish or the yeah. Scottish, uh, right? Killian and what was it? Lucian. Lucian? Yeah. How about that? That's pretty wild. Yeah, but Lucian decided to share with me this week. Yeah, so. thank you, Lucian. Very yeah, I've nice. had two COVID tests. I'm I'm good. Okay. So don't, right. Yeah, it's All just right. crud. So. All right. Well, got to got to work through that. Yes. Uh, and to your left, the one, the only, uh, Mr. Dave, the boss, Ross. How you doing, Dave Ross? Doing fine. Uh, great to be in with uh, two luminaries as we have here. Luminaries. <laughs> luminaries. I like that. I like that for sure. Hey, uh, right, and, now you're and, happy. <laughs> <laughs> absent today, uh, Mr. Crunch MVP Jimmy Whitaker. Yes, he's on the road. Uh, you know, you can't keep that guy uh, in town for too long. He's always. He's always got something going on. I didn't think we got to fire the helicopter up this early in the season. I didn't Boy, hear it fire up. You know, he took the helicopter out early this morning. Wow. Yeah, here we go again with exactly, the helicopter. You know. <laughs> hey, but for great high school uh, sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley, go to crunchmvp.com. That's Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's thing. And uh, got some great photos. We got some great photos from last night's games. Uh, again, we'll talk about which ones we covered. Um, special treat this morning. We're going to be dialing up uh, EC Glass coach Jeff Woody uh, 
I love talking to Coach Woody. I mean, yeah. he's just a uh, – you want to talk about somebody that really gets it, somebody that the kids really connect with, somebody that understands the sport. Um, had a tough game last night. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but, I mean, uh, um, still having a great season, and they're going to be in the mix uh, uh, in the end. I know that for sure. Uh, and I want to thank all you fine folks uh, out there for listening and maybe watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, we wouldn't have a show without you. Uh, we'd just be talking to ourselves. Which, That's it. Which we do. <laughs> we do quite a bit. Yeah, so, we do. We, yeah. we certainly do on the breaks. Yes. Um, and this year, we want to hear more from all of you out there, our listeners, uh, on Crunch Time. Email us at crunchhssports at gmail.com. That's crunchhssports at gmail.com. Uh, would love to hear from you guys. Shoot me a note during the show. Uh, send something to Coach over there. Just let us know what you're uh, What's going on in your world? What uh, what you witnessed last night in high school football? Um, what's going on in high school sports around the area? We want to hear from you. We'll talk about it. Uh, also, a big big day for the state of Virginia in college football. Yes, uh, we got Virginia Tech versus Wofford at le- eleven. Coach, is that right? Eleven o'clock. How about that? Uh, yeah, We're cutting into our show a little bit. Yeah, it was so funny. We were doing the uh, William Fleming PH game last night yeah. for the Haley Toyota game. And I'm sitting there in the studio, and all of a sudden, there's probably 40 Wofford players standing in the parking lot of the radio station. And I'm like, did we miss an interview? Are we supposed to do an interview? But they were staying at the Holiday Inn last night, and they were looking for a place to eat. And I hate to say it, based on their size, Virginia Tech should have a a Uh. fairly easy game today. Some of those small guys can eat, They can. Somebody got wiped out last night, I guarantee you. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, boy, they're not a big school. I hope they went to Bellasinos around the corner. Could have went to Bellasinos. Could have, you know, I know this Tanglewood area is blowing up right now yeah. with restaurants and things like that. Well, so. we try to send people to the, our, to sponsors. our sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bellasinos is a good sponsor yeah. of ours, and and uh, we hope that they benefited uh, from uh, Wofford being across the street here. Um, also, UVA versus Old Dominion. Yes. Oh my God, ODU again. Uh, taking on one of our bigger schools in Virginia. Uh, that's at 2 p.m. today. Man, that that one's uh, that one's scary. I think they said today that on the ACC network, it is a Virginia day. You get Virginia Tech this morning at 11. You get UVA at 2 o'clock. And then it's other teams. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty that's today. My and Liberty versus Wake Forest yep, at 5. At 5, so that's on the ACC network. It's like it's a Virginia day on the ACC network. So mm. go and enjoy Watching these local teams about play some ball today. Virginia Love. What do you think about that, Dave Ross? Well, it's it's certainly good to have as many uh, fine schools as we have. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a positive. You know, one of the things I like about it is uh, naturally there's a lot of uh, uh, local kids playing on those teams. Yes. That's the one yeah. thing I love about uh, Virginia football. I don't care. Pick a team, JMU, right. uh, anybody. We've got a lot of kids from our area playing on those teams, and I love to watch them play at the next level. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we've always said, especially with, like, Appy State, look at Appy State and what they're utilizing out of Botetourt. Yeah. You know, they've got a handful of kids down there, and these kids are playing on a national level right now and beating big-time teams. And the sad thing about it is we let them get out of the state of Virginia. Well, that's right. I mean, that, that they've kind of become Botetot South down exactly. there, and they've, they've figured out that Jamie Harless can create football players Correct. and build football players up, and uh, I think they're over there right now probably having coffee with Jamie this morning. Could be. Trying to figure out wh- who's next. Yeah. 
Let us not forget the Division Two and Division Three players as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we, you know, rumors are starting to float around right now that we might see a uh, college football team over at Roanoke. How about that? Here before too long. So I've heard Dave Ross may be the new head coach over there. So, <laughs> wow, Roanoke College getting football—that yeah, would be really be cool over at Salem. Well, and it, and it makes sense because it's a perfect fit. You're already in the ODAC. You've got great teams in the ODAC already. It's you know, it just makes sense. And, you know, you've already got the stadium. And if you don't want to play it at the stadium, then you've got that lacrosse field back there in the back that you make some modifications to, and next thing you know, you've got your football. Oh, so. yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful campus over there. I yeah. mean, yeah, you got a couple possibilities. And, um, you know, I'd love to have more opportunities for our local guys to play, uh, you know, college sure. ball. Right. And I, I would think that, you know, some of our local guys would end up over there playing. It's a good school. Absolutely. I've got a degree from it, so I know it's a good wow. school. Wait a minute, though. How many degrees do you have, Coach? I'm right now six. Six. Isn't that something? I mean, you know, six degrees on the temperature gauge, you got to change clothes. Exactly. I mean, that's, a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of education there, well, Coach. I, mean, a, I know one place you don't have a degree from. Bowling, Bowling Green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, man, we had some uh, some great games last night. Uh Let's see. We saw uh, Radford at Galax. That's the game I was at. Uh, I had a crunch crew over at uh, Amherst County at Liberty Bedford. Yes. Uh, Amherst stays undefeated. Wow. Tons to what Stanton River. How about Stanton River? Look at that. I think Stanton River only has one loss. So, yeah. You know, I'm telling you, there's teams during the year, every year, that'll sneak up on you. Right. They just get a little better and a little better. They don't really make a big splash at the beginning nope. of the year. And then all of a sudden, they're in the mix. That's it. Yeah, and that, that's a Stanton River. And we're seeing this. And, you know, same way with Glenver right now. Yeah, Glenver's you know, coming on. Yeah, Glenver, you know, Coach Clifford had had come out of the gate this year kind of like, eh, we really don't know what we have. And next thing you know, they're just wearing everybody out. And you're going, you know what you got. You know exactly what you got. But it, but that's the way they are. Right. And, you know, and let's not forget Cave Spring. Cave Spring's 3-1 and one right now. Absolutely. Had a good win last night. So these... You've got some really good teams here in the area. Lord Bonitot, you've got, you know, you've got really good teams in the area this year. Salem. Salem's starting to show back up again, you know. I don't think Salem ever went well, away. let me tell you. And they and I think that Franklin County game, boy, if that didn't put a little fear yeah, in you. that'll wake you up. That'll wake you up in a heartbeat. And I think it, it, you know, that Martinsburg game, I didn't think woke them up. That Franklin County game woke them up. I think that they really saw that there was some talent here in this valley and they were going to have to handle their business. Well, you know, the interesting thing about Franklin County and Cave Spring, those are both, uh, those coaches have uh, Salem ties. Yes. They both, uh, you know, left, which played at Salem. He did. And so he understands that system. And J.R. Edwards from Franklin County yeah. coached over there. Right. Uh, so uh, it's interesting how a good program kind of spreads out. Uh, it does. You know, its tentacles and, and affects uh, the game in a lot of other, other areas. Well, you always look at the coaching tree. And yeah. usually if you have that legend that's coaching over there like a Willis White and, you know, you start looking at the coaching tree of, all right, where did this coach come from? Well, he came from Salem. Where did this one come from? Well, he came from Salem. Who was he under? He was under Holter. He was under Magenbauer. He was under White. You look at that coaching tree, and, boy, Salem's put some good ones out there. Yeah. And you can go back in history. I mean, Merrill Gaynor. Oh, you know, yeah. There's, there's coaches in the past where – you know, a lot of coaches came out of southern West Virginia that ended up right. over here in Virginia that ended up being great coaches. That's it, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the young 
coaches that came up under them ended up taking on programs. Right. It's really kind of fascinating. You look at the, you know, the roots of, of some of, you know, these programs. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's circle the campfire here. Talk about what we saw uh, quickly. I don't want to get too much into the weeds here right away because we're going to get into these games a little bit later. But, Coach, what, uh, you know, this last uh, last night, what, what caught your eye? What was the one thing that really stood out for you? You know, simple mistakes. I saw that so many times last night where, you know, touchdowns were called back, 15-yard mm. penalties here and there. You'd go stretches without one penalty, and then all of a sudden you have two penalties and you put yourself into a hole that it's just simple mistakes these guys have got to overcome. And some of these games I, th- I think the outcome would have been different on. But, boy, and, you know, and one thing that really got me last night, a difference that a player can make. In that William yeah. in that William Fleming PH game last night, if I'd have sat there and said Carmelo Taylor, you would have sat there and said, Okay, you know, he's probably gonna have a hundred yards, he's probably gonna have this amount of catches. You know how many yards he had catching last night? Zero. You know how many yards he had rushing last night? Zero. But William Fleming kicked that ball all over the place away from this kid sure, sure. and Smart. put himself in positions that allowed PH to be on their side of the field a lot of times. And it was like, it's a difference with that one kid that you know can do things on you. But boy, they, you know, it was kind of like they just didn't want to deal with him and it put him in the hole a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, sometimes a kid like that can impact a game without any stats, it, to your point. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but that Jose Kimbro. Yes. I mean, that's when another kid will stand up. You got and, it. He you know, took I was care ta- of it. I was talking about him a while back. I mean, he's just a he's just a baller. He just yeah. he's around the ball. He makes plays. He does, and he's good on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good call out. I mean, uh, certainly, uh, Galax was hurt by some penalties last night, and you know we're we're going to talk to Coach Woody here in a little bit. He had a touchdown called back. Yes. On a holding call that really hurt them early in the game. So. Um, but anyways, uh, Dave, what, what what I know your game. You had Northside at Salem, uh, which was the which will be on Crunch uh, this afternoon at three. Uh, you'll be able to watch that in its entirety with uh, Dave Ross and his crew. The Crunch game of the week with Dave Ross. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Uh, and uh, I can tell you, um, Salem had some guys that really popped at, popped up. You know that hadn't showed up so far. Well, Peyton Lewis had a tremendous unbelievable game and. Uh, uh, when you watch that game, if there's areas there where you don't hear me, just uh, just look at the video because uh, that can happen sometimes. No, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Peyton Lewis did very well. They have a a strong uh, defense, uh, the, the good linemen. You know, you, you've got the guys that uh, don't get a lot of, you know, publicity, but people like Caleb Wright and that Carter McBride and Lutz and that crew, they're they're very good, uh, both offensively and defensively. And it's funny because it was very similar to the game that we had the week before with LCA and Franklin County. Salem scored late in the first half, and that was really similar to what happened in that LCA-Franklin County game where it sort of from that point on, it snowballed, and uh, Salem went on to a, a, you know, pretty good victory. Yeah. But Northside started off, uh, you know, 
They had the lead. Doing well. Yeah, doing yeah they well. scored first. The Rigney yeah. kid had a pretty good yard, you know, what, 40-yard pass, they said, to start right. that game last night. And and they used also their uh, sincere Julius, who is a wide receiver for them, but they threw him in at quarterback sometimes, and he he, he did well uh, as well. What is that name again? Sincere Julius. How about that? Well, you want to talk about a name that's just designed for greatness? Sincere Julius? That is awesome. That 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 is a football or a track or something. That's just a sports name right there. Are you being sincere? I'm being sincere, <laughs> Julius. Uh, but no, just to uh, when Dave was making reference up in Salem, their press box they have pretty good food. So when you don't hear audio of Dave today, he's eating. So wow, then, Dave. You know, I, I you wasn't. Know. I wasn't in the press box, <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. I wasn't in the press box. Wow. And are, are we going to have weigh-ins for Dave exactly. on Saturday morning? You were talking about Carmelo Taylor. So yes. Taylor and Peyton Lewis, who had that great game for Salem, both outstanding uh, track. Yes. And uh, state champions. Yeah, but boy, so. I tell you what, he's he's got a lot of teams scared over there. And like I said, he came out of that ball game with literally nothing last night. Mm. But it, but he affected that whole ball game. Yeah, wow. But see, that's a case where, yeah, he maybe didn't, but yeah, that enabled others correct to step up, and yeah. uh, and they that's did. how you win football games. Yeah. yeah, I tell you, I love talking high school, high school football, high school sports. Hey, uh, let's talk about one of our great sponsors, Virginia Furniture Market. Yes, fantastic uh, sponsor. Really get it. They 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 love to be involved with uh, local sports and and. Uh, you know, anything you need, uh, they have. Um, they certainly uh, they have a, a, a store in uh, Bedford. They have a store in Christiansburg. They've got four different stores out towards Rocky Mount. Correct. And uh, just uh, fine folks over there. Uh, we really appreciate them sponsoring the kids and, and the crunch. But um, uh, just, I mean, they're, and they're expanding. They're doing a lot of stuff out they there. They are. Coach. It's all over the place. <laughs> and you can go to their website today. And this is the good thing about this. If you want to start furniture shopping, you don't have to get in your car and go over there. You can go online right now, vafurnituremarket.com, vafurnituremarket.com. Look, they've got an event going on right now, instant savings up to 20% off on your purchase. Uh, the more you buy, the more you save. Wow. Plus 60, uh, 60 months special financing. All you got to do is go to their website. They'll give you all the details. Again, vafurnituremarket.com. And again, you can start looking at your furniture on the website. You could have a whole new furniture set up today. Hey, let's let's easy. take turns buying each other furniture. You guys go first. Get me something, and then we'll test it out. We'll see how it works out. I feel like he's setting us up for something. <laughs> you know, surprise, surprise. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Not to yeah. my good friends. Oh, yeah. All right, so let me go through the games and the, uh, the scores. Uh, Jimmy normally does this. Jimmy's on the road, um, you know, uh, doing his Hollywood tour. Yeah, uh, probably taking photos all the way there and all the way back. But um, Certainly, uh, games last night, uh, boy, we had had some good ones. How about Giles uh, um, beating Narrow 16-14 to 14 over in, they ought to call that the Ragsdale Bowl. Yes. I mean, both those stadiums are named after a Ragsdale. That's it. Which is pretty cool. Um, Eastmont 20-13 to 13 over Auburn. Lunenburg Central 22-8 to 8 over William Campbell. Radford 28 to 7 over Galax, James River 27 to 7 over Covington, Floyd County 28 to nothing over Fort Chiswell, Amelia County 28 to nothing. Let's see, I'm sorry, Amelia County 35 to 7 over Alta Vista, George With 55 to 32 over Carroll County, Glenver 52 to 14 over Hidden Valley, Cave Spring 34 to 7 
over Allegheny. Bassett, 42-21 over William Byrd. William Byrd had the lead there for a while. They did. And uh, Bassett came back and yeah. got him. Uh, Stanton River, 49-14 over Tunstall. Lord Botetot, what a story. 35-3 over Appomattox. That's the third straight loss for Appomattox. Yeah. Well, and they beat them last year. Appomattox then, beat yep, Botetot. And then LB yeah. got them this year. Yeah, they're on a revenge tour. They kinda. are. You know, other than EC Glass, they're kind of... They got Riverheads last week, and they got Appomattox this week. LCA 56-6 over Rustburg. Ooh. Uh, Brookville 49-27 over Jefferson Forest. Heritage 12-0 in the Jug Bowl over EC Glass. Look at that. I mean, if you'd have, if you'd have told me anybody could blank EC Glass this year, yeah. I would have took that bet. Yeah. I said, no way. No way. Not happening. Not going to happen. But, you know, that happens sometimes. It Amherst does. County 49-8 over Liberty Bedford. Salem 55-14 over Northside. Uh, Franklin County, 40 to nothing over Magna Vista. And Patrick Henry, 31 to 7 over William Fleming. So, um, you know, a lot going on, a lot of great games last night. We're going to talk more about more of those games coming up here uh, shortly. Um, all right. So, uh, our Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches Players uh, feature this week uh, from. Uh, Haley Toyota's Jeff Heifel, um, former yes. coach at William Byrd. Always love talking to Coach Heifel. What a uh, what a smart dude he was, and uh, really a, a, a tactician out there. He could make adjustments better than just about anybody. Um, you know, he could figure out what you were doing to him and stop stop the bleeding and yeah. get get things turned around. Uh, we're going to take a uh, a quick break, and then um, hopefully we're going to have Coach Woody when we come back. We're going to kind of dial him up so. Let's take a short break, Coach, and let's see if we can get Coach Woody on the line from EC Glass. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540 563 1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. 
Philadelphia at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Also today, we're going to have some uh, more interviews, taped interviews. We've got uh, Coach... Uh, Radford head coach Michael Christ and Galax head coach Shane Allen and then um, Bob Christmas, the Amherst County coach. Uh, some comments, uh, those guys, some comments from their games, uh, taped from last night's games. I love talking to the coaches, especially right after the games when uh, they're really uh, in the moment. Uh, they, they, you know, our coaches, we have fantastic coaches around here. I don't know if you guys – uh, I don't know if we appreciate how good our high school coaches are around here. Uh, and they're not just, I mean, I don't just think of them as coaches. I mean, they're raising our young men. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, they're teaching them a sport and, uh, you know, they're enjoying what they're doing out there. But but our, our young people benefit so much from these great coaches. All right. So uh, one of our, uh, uh, another one of our great, uh, truly great sponsors is the Salem Civic Center. Um they're always moving and shaking over there. Today, uh, there's a career fair going on. The Roanoke Valley Regional Public Safety is putting on a career fair. So uh, if you're looking for work, get on over to the uh, Salem Civic Center. Tonight, Gary Allen, the Ruthless Tour, finally hits here. No. Uh, country music's modern-day outlaw. Uh, every storm runs out of rain, Dave Ross. I love that. Every storm runs out of rain. Uh, show starts at 7.30. I'm sure there's, uh, you know... You have to call over and see if there's tickets still available. But I'm, you know, normally you can go over and get in. Yeah, you would think. Um, but uh, you can get them at your tickets at the uh, Salem Civic Center box office or on online uh, Ticketmaster. Um, also, Southwest Virginia's Bigfoot and Friends, uh, all about the paranormal. Uh, can't wait for that. September 24th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There'll be vendors there. There'll be costumes. Just a lot of. A lot of fun uh, going on over there uh, on the 24th of September. So plan on that. And then finally, October 22nd, Co Wetzel. Great show. Again, blend of rock, country, and some grunge in there. Um, song, something to talk about. Uh, the Good Die Young. You got to check it out. So many great shows coming through the Salem Civic Center. I mean, it's, I mean, it's truly uh, a great thing. Uh, Thing to go to, and and uh, it's it's great that we have a civic center like that in the area that really brings in the talent. Custard stand hot dog chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke, or call me 540-915-8441, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 
Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Still having some issues uh, getting Coach Woody. It's all on our end. Coach was there. We just couldn't quite connect. But we're going to try maybe a little bit later here to talk to Coach Woody. He's worth it, I tell you. Yes. I mean, one of my yeah, favorite people to talk to. Uh, really knows football. Really knows kids. And he's just a lot of fun. Sounded like he was making coffee. Yeah, well, I'll tell you <laughs> what. You know, he was a heck of a football player. Yeah. In high school. Because uh, I covered him. Like I have so many of these right. coaches. And... Uh, also covered him, had a good career at Hampton Sydney. You know, he, uh, he's a smart guy. So, you know, uh, you you can tell that that's probably the way he played the game, too. Just a heady guy and really a student of the sport. And, uh, you know, if we ever have any questions about stuff, he's one of the first guys we call. Hey, what's right. the veer? What's, what's this? What's that? How do you stop it? What do you do? And so just a knowledgeable guy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, we're going to connect with him in the second hour here. Um, he says that's okay, and we'll try again for uh, Coach Woody. All right, let's talk about the Dogwood Restaurant, man. I tell you, I love the Dogwood. Keith Poff, Jamie, Jessica, sweet Jessica over there taking care of us, Senna, Brittany. Dave, if you want to know something about William Bird football, Dave's your guy. He's he's the historian over there. He knows the Terriers inside and out. And Carmelita, uh, she's the one that makes it all go in the back. She's the one that does the biscuits. She's the one that does all the prep work with her team back there, uh, all fine folks over at the Dogwood, one of my favorite places to go eat. And uh, certainly, uh, maybe that's where Jimmy is today. Could be. He <laughs> might be over there eating. He's doing his own I show. I love that name, Carmelita. I mean it. Oh, yeah. isn't that beautiful? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she's, she's a sweet lady. Um, but uh, they just have everything you could want over there. I tell you, I was, I, you know, and, and I, 
I was down in Galax the other day, and I stopped at, at a place that was uh, similar to the to the Dogwood, and they had tomato pudding. Wow, tomato I've never pudding. even have heard of that. And I was talking to somebody that ordered it, and they said, yeah, they said a lot of the older folks get it. It's got a little sugar, and it's got a little bread, and it's really, really good. If you like tomatoes, it's fantastic. Okay. So I'm going to talk to Keith over there and see if he can whip up some tomato pudding over at the Dogwood. That just With sounds that old. pudding, uh, they don't have seeds in it? I don't think so, huh? Good, I can eat it then. Yeah. Oh, as long as you can eat it. I mean, let's get it on the menu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no All seeds, right. no uh, seeds for Dave. Let's do it. Dave Ross, here we go. Let's go. All right. So, um, but anyways, just uh, one of our one of our favorite sponsors. Really appreciate everything that that uh, they do for us and for the high school uh, kids um, over at the Dogwood Restaurant. Uh, go over there and and uh, get you a meal. I'll tell you, it's one. Uh, it, it's the best hamburger in town. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm just you know. All right. So, Coach, what do you? Uh, let's see. Big news. Uh, well, wait a minute. Wait, we haven't talked about is our game that uh, we talked about the game that's going to be on uh, Crunch this afternoon. Right. That is the Northside at Salem game. Yes. Um, but what we haven't talked about are the possibilities that you'll be able to, our listeners will be able to vote for for this week's upcoming game. Okay. So the announcement, I'll go ahead and make it um, for the uh, Crunch game of the week with Dave Ross. The choices are... Uh, Franklin County at Hidden Valley, and Northside at Patrick Henry. Oh, okay. So two really good games, yeah. fantastic games. So get out there and vote. Um, CrunchHSSports at gmail.com. Uh, that's the way you vote. Get out there. Uh, tell us which one you want. Uh, you guys are choosing who we're, who we're shooting. You, that's it. You, the listeners... And the readers are telling us who they want us to cover, and Dave Ross and his team do a great job, and they're going to get to one of these games and cover it based on who you vote for. Yeah, and share this with your, you know, if you're a student and you're listening, you're a football player, and share this with the uh, your classmates. Because, boy, you know, that right there can switch a vote in a heartbeat. If your school starts voting and you want to see your school on this game, hey, we have no issue bringing the, uh, you know, the group over there doing a ball game. Absolutely. So, um, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into some football uh, last night. Um, I want to talk. I'll start. Radford at Galax was my game. Twenty eight to seven. Radford beat Galax. Uh, Galax went up seven to nothing. Like so many high yes. school games, the team that scores first doesn't always win the game, which I th- I find really fascinating. Right. If you did some kind of study on that, is it because you get too high? You know, you think, okay, this is going to be. This is our night. We're going to run away with it, and the other team just bows up and, and comes back. I'm not sure what the psychology of that is, but uh, it's really interesting to me. Um, you know, Radford got a fumbled punt. Um, they they Galax stopped them to start the game. They punted uh, to, to Galax deep, and there was a fumble, and, and Radford recovered it on the two-yard line. Okay. Well, uh, Radford tried to run their fullback through the, through the A-gap, and and my man was there, um, you know, uh, R.J. Um, R.J. Uh, Vaught, uh, Riley Joe Vaught, who, who's uh, he's been a three-year All-State middle linebacker. He met him in the hole, and that was the end of that. No gain. And then they had a penalty that moved him back, and then two losses. And uh, on fourth down, uh, Galax got the ball back. 
Okay. Um, so you thought, uh-oh, here we go. And then Galax marched it downfield and scored. But Radford wasn't having any of it. Radford has so much talent out there. Uh, I mean, they they drive, they they went on a drive to tie it up seven to seven. Uh, you know, with two minutes left in the in the first quarter, uh, pass to Xavier Joplin. Um, Landon Clark's a fantastic quarterback, really a natural thrower and a natural leader out there. He hit uh, he hit uh, Xavier Joplin for a touchdown pass, and then they came right back. This was really the play of the of the game for me. They they threw a wide receiver screen or a bubble screen out there to Marcel Baylor, the Virginia right. Tech com- uh, commitment. Sure, and. Uh, he went 86 yards, just a dart, like he was shot out of a cannon. Right. Who's the, when you start to take a look at the Three Rivers, Yeah, is, is Christiansburg that team that well, you feel like may have a little something Are you talking about just the area down just there? Just the area down there. Yeah, Christiansburg and Radford play here coming up. They do. That's what I'm saying. Do you feel like this is just in that area down there? Do you feel like, you know, uh, I know that they come to play Glenver. You know, does Glenver have a little something for him? Does I think Glenver's getting starting to get right. Yeah. And they can throw the ball, too. And that's always a, you know, Radford and Glenver is, you know, throw the records out. That's always going to be a tough game. That's always going right. to be a great game. So um, that 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 one's – but Christiansburg is really the, the beast over there right now. And, yeah. and Christiansburg put it on Radford last year uh, when they played. They so did. that game's coming up. You're, that's a good point. They're going to – we're going to find out a lot about those two teams pretty quick when they square off. But uh, this 86-yard uh, touchdown catch by Marcel Baylor, he really stepped on the gas, ran through some arm tackles, made some cuts, and showed off his speed, showed off why he's a Division One college guy. And then uh, T.J. Arsby uh, caught a 19-yard touchdown pass. And then the last one was Parker Prelo. You know that name, a 71-yard yeah. touchdown pass. So, uh, you know, uh, too much speed and space uh, Radford had on Galax. Uh, and, and, uh, but, anyways, you know, uh, Landon Clark, big night through two TDs, had two interceptions. Oh, okay. At safety. So, you know, not only is he a dynamic uh, quarterback, but he's, he's a smart guy that can really read quarterbacks. And he picked off yeah. Galax twice and really managed the team well. And he's an excellent punter. You know, we don't talk enough about special teams. Right. He really kept um, Galax pinned back just by punting well. But, you know, does it scare you these days to watch one kid just start playing three, four, five positions? It, you know, because he is their, you know, he's their workhorse there. Right. And it kind of, it's scary that, you, you know, you, I, I get both ways. When you sit there and say, look, you're going to play offense, you're going to play defense. But then you start working him in other places. You know, this kid's playing three positions right now. So it's scary. Well, there's a, a young man with Northside by the name of Landon Saul who had a good game last night for Northside. And I tell you what, he had a – he punts, and he punted uh, beautifully, and it blew dead at the four-yard line. And so 96 yards for Salem. And that really was a big turning point as well for Salem. They went that 96 yards right. and scored. And uh, – you know it, but you see, doing these games, folks who do a lot of different things. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, if if you can do it and do it well, why not? Well, right. I think that's the magic of high school football. You got guys that have to play both ways. They have to do a lot of things. When you have an athlete, you can't hide him. 
You can't no. keep him on the side. If you want to win games, he's got to be out there. Yeah, he runs the risk of getting hurt on defense or something happening, but you know, he had two big interceptions last night. If you didn't have him back at safety, yeah. it could have been a different outcome. I got you. So I, I think it's smart. He was 8 for 12, 233 yards, four touchdowns passing. Wow. Uh, I mean, Radford's interior defensive line, their nose guard, Ricky Bailey, number 44. Charlie Davis has a hand in the cast. He played middle linebacker, did a great job. Um, linebacker defensive end, Zeb Martin. Uh, linebacker defensive end, Dawson uh, Martin. Those two guys really did uh, uh, yeoman's work. And then Max Knipe. Uh It takes a village. It you does. Know, to beat somebody like Galax, it, it, it takes a pack. Right. And that's the way Galax plays, too. They, they've got a good core group of players that really work well together. And the teams that you find, I think, that go deep into the playoffs, that win state championships, they typically are a good team. Yes. You know, they can't depend on just one or two guys because good team, uh, you know, good opponents will take that away from you. Well, and the good thing is, is that, you know, you handle yourself to a point of knowing you're down 7 nothing, Right. And like you said, you you know, that other team over there feels like it's their night. Right. We came out early. We, you know, something fell our way. We t- we're taking advantage of this. Uh, we drive down the field, score a touchdown. You feel like it's your night. And then all of a sudden you just sit back and you say, listen, this is our game. Right. You know, go out there, handle your business, and take care of things. And, you know, that one little, you know, touchdown, you hate to say it, kind of looked like it made them angry a little bit. And they went out there and handled their business. Yeah. Well, um, Tijan Tucker for, for Galax, uh, big number nine, 41 carries, 185 yards. Good in the day. 41. And he is a battering ram. Right. I mean, so, you know, uh, he only scored one touchdown there. He got all those yards. Yeah. Um, so they, they kept him out of the end zone for the most part. But they were running right behind center who, and also plays uh, middle linebacker Riley Javot, one of my favorites. Right. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, nobody kicks him out better than him. So, uh, you know, a great job. But we have the coaches here talking. Let's, uh, let's go to uh, – uh, we got Coach Chris first. Is that right? Yes. So Coach Chris from Radford. Let's hear from Coach Chris. Here with Coach Chris, a big game, big win on a tough field to win on. Turnovers were a big deal tonight. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, uh, Landon got a couple picks. You got a big fumble. Because, you know, uh, that first drive, I mean, they kind of obviously drove it right down on us. So I was, I was glad we kept our poise, but to get those turnovers because they were starting to create more momentum, which is what they do. They're big, they're strong, they're so fundamental up front. I mean, that's as good of a unit as you can see. We're going to see some other ones that are good, but, I mean, that, you're not going to see one better than those guys. I mean, you watch them on film. Uh, Shane does an incredible job, and they're just so fundamental up front and strong. Uh, Baylor, um, what a big play. The, mm-hmm. the sideline screen or yep. the, the pass you threw, he broke a bunch of tackles. He really hit the hole. Um, he looks so much improved. Talk about his improvement uh, coming into this year. Well, I think, you know, he was he was so athletic, and I think he's, he's able to play his natural position now at receiver, which is, allows him to probably be a little more effective defensively too. Um, so as much as anything, it's just his natural spot. You know, he sort of kind of thrust into being a quarterback mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and he's athletic enough that he made a ton of plays for us. Um, but I think you can see how good he is out wide. Um, but, you know, he works incredibly hard. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing with all our kids. Are they fast? Are they strong? Are they athletic? Absolutely. But they work at it, right? Talk about your quarterback. Uh, great, great night. Threw the ball really well. Two picks on defense. He just seems He's to be baller. calm. He's a baller. He's very calm out there. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, you know, and that's just the thing. I think, you know, Landon 
played quarterback for us at the end of the year when he came back. And honestly, it was him and Marcel saying, you know, it's time to make the switch, coach. So, you know, when you get that blessing, it's like, okay, it's time. So for two and a half games, Landon, you know, was a tremendous quarterback and threw for a ton of yards. Uh, well, this year, I think being able to have a whole offseason as the quarterback, 6 a.m. meetings on Fridays, where we, we call quarterback school. And I think he's really, he's a true quarterback, yeah. right? He's not just as, as good of an athlete as he is. He's a quarterback. Right, right. Uh, last question. Your defense, especially that defensive line and your linebackers, really went after Galax tonight. It's as physical as I've seen you. I only, I've only seen you a few times, mm-hmm. but it's as physical as I've seen you play. And that's the way you have to play Galax. You, you went right after them, and they're a good line. They they run the ball right at you. But you got to be proud of those guys. Talk about those guys. Yeah, on defense. I mean, I mean, you talk about that linebacker core. You know, obviously Max Knipe had a tremendous night. Charlie Davis, Zeb Martin, uh, and then I think you couple with those guys up front. You know, Ricky Belly and Daniel Neely. Um, Dawson Martin, Brandon Thompson. Uh, we played a slew of guys. Andrew Moore. We, we played a whole bunch of guys in there uh, and had to. But you're right. They were. We had to be aggressive. We couldn't sit still. Right. And they're good. Like, if you sit still, they're going right. to come at you. So, right. you know, we, we sort of knew. Uh, we felt like, you know, their game was – we felt like we knew what their game plan would be. Right? And it was. And we right. had to bow our necks and be tough enough right. to, to deal with it. Right. Congratulations. Hey, nice you. win. I tell you, it's great to hear Coach Chris uh, talk about that big win and, and – uh, you know, he mentioned so many guys. I love to hear the players that he mentions. And, yeah. and uh, you know, he, he couldn't mention everybody, but we got we got him to mention a few. And, and uh, you know, it takes a village. I mean, it, it takes a village to win those kinds of games. Okay, we have Coach Allen um, after the game as well from, from Galax. Listen, listen to Coach Shane Allen. Tough game tonight. Uh, tough loss to, to a good Radford team that really played well. But uh, your guys are such fighters, though. I mean, uh, very physical did what you guys do well, and that's run between the tackles, run that A-gap, B-gap, and and uh, really with your strength, just a couple big plays and some turnovers hurt you tonight. Yeah, you know, we you know we, we, we hopped all week. We got to we got to got to hold the ball and, and and get gain yardage and and keep their offense off the field. And we did that in the first, in the first quarter. I mean, they, they went three and out. We got the we fumbled the punt. Held them at the goal line. Big, got the big ball. defensive stand yeah, there. Yeah, we did a good job there and then took the ball right down the field. It was just, you know, five, six, seven-yard pops. And then, you know, then we got another stop. And then we get we do a little drive going and we get fourth and one and then we jump off sides. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's fourth and six. We got a punt and, like, next play later, they score. Right. So, you know, and then, you know, from that – and then, you know, we just too many times are getting in first and 15, and second and 15 from penalties, or, you know, second and, third, you know, second and 11, second and 10 from getting penalties. Now we're going to have, now we're gonna throw the ball, and we just knew with their speed and, and you know, throwing the ball is not, you know, we, we're getting better at it, but we've, we're just not there where we need to be at throwing the ball right now. Right. So, you know, once we, once we couldn't just run it up their throat, we, you know, we, you know, that made us do some things we're not, really good at that we got to get better at so but teams are going to do that to us so we've got to it's a, it's a great that's why we play this schedule you know and it don't get any easier next week you turn around and play the defending state runner-up Graham next week and so you know it's going to be an, another physical game and another game where you know we're going to have to go against a, a really good 2A school and and you know it gets us prepared for the district and prepared for the playoffs so you know we got a lot we got a lot to work a lot to work on and get better at but 
you know, we'll, we're going to get it back in a Monday and see what we can do. Well, you know, it's it's early in the season. You've had a great season so far with, what, three straight wins. And then this one, it's it's early enough to work on those things, like you said. But, um, you know, the passing wasn't there tonight. But it uh, seemed like there were some things open. It's just it wasn't happening for you. But, again, your, your defense is so physical. They're always going to keep you in games, and they're always going to keep you close. And um, it's just I, I interviewed Riley, uh, Joe, as the you know our player interview and what a great kid i really like that kid and you know when you fumbled the the first punt uh it was his big stick on the goal it was on the two yard line he he nailed the guy at the one then they had a penalty and then you held him i mean that's the kind of effort that your kids give and and you just even in a loss you got to be really proud of them and you know you're really special i mean you know he's he, uh, you know, he he knows our offense and defense. He's making all the calls. He's got so much on his shoulder right now with our young guys. He's having to, you know, call all the blocking schemes out and things like that. So on, at center and then, you know, on defense, he's making all the calls. You know, he's he's getting us lined up, getting us right. You know, he's a, he's a special player. You know, he's a, he's a you know he's a once in a generation type player. And that you know he's the best player I've ever coached. He knows he understands everything and knows what we want, knows everything, and, and you know sees things in practice. They coach that that's what you know just things he sees. That he's like having another coach on the field so you know and he's done it for, he's started for four years so you know he um uh you know he, he's special and you know and, and i'm hoping somebody will give him some money to go play ball in, in, in next next year i hope so too because um like you said i mean he's been performing at that level at least since he's been a sophomore maybe as a freshman, freshman you know he's all states as a freshman you know he's a second team all state inside linebacker as a freshman and then first team all state sophomore junior and you know if he ain't up there this year when it'd be a travesty. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, coach, thanks for talking. Appreciate it. I tell you, I love I love hearing the coaches talk. I mean, you, yeah. you know, you get it right from the horse's mouth. He, he, you know, you could tell he was disappointed in the in the loss, but uh, proud of his kids. And you know, they they uh, they they gave a lot of effort. Right. So, um, all right, let's talk quick about uh, Lord Botatot, thirty-five to three over Appomattox, coach. What uh, what jumped out at you there? Lord Botetot Appomattox. Yeah, you know, you and I have watched this over the last couple of weeks, and we've talked about it from week one. You're starting to see players that are getting to the point to where they're, you know, they're backing up nicely. Yeah, and for that first game with EC Glass, you felt like he was a man on an island. It right. was all him. And last night we started seeing again. Same way with the Riverheads game. We started seeing... Support. Support. And I, and I think that that's what it's coming into, you know, something here that it, it works when he knows that it's not him. Yeah, just him. It's just him. And boy, they handled their business last night with Appomattox. Well, Jukari nicely hit Kendall Howard. That, I mean, big number zero on a pass across the middle. Yeah. I mean, that's a weapon. And... Because uh, Sean Anderson, the big boy there, gets a stop on John Penix on fourth down on a bubble screen right before half. That's the biggest guy on the field. Sure. It's probably getting the fastest guy on the field on the ground on a fourth right. down bubble screen. And uh, he celebrated after that, I saw. And uh, so that kept it 7-3, to three, uh, Botetot, at the half. And then nicely coming out the second half, a big 45-yard TD run. So... Uh, all that to say, Lord Botetot's more diverse than people give him credit for. They are. And I and I like what I'm seeing right now. Because I'll be honest with you, that first game of the year kind of scared me a little bit. 
because I'm like, if they're really just throwing everything on this one kid, this you're going to self-destruct somewhere down the line. This kid's not going to be able to maintain this through the season. So now we're starting to watch them become a well-rounded team here. Absolutely. Because he, you know, like I said, as long as he feels like it's not him on that island, you know, I really think that, you know, Botetourt could go far. Yeah. Another game we're talking a lot about, Heritage 12 to nothing over E.C. Glass. I didn't think anybody could blank E.C. Glass this no. year. Uh, but the Seminole District, no district tougher. Um, but that's Heritage's fourth in a row of winning the jug there. Something going on there. Coach Bradley has uh, got it going on. E.C. Glass, um, you know, had a George White to Taz Gilbert uh, TD called back. Right. Uh, and that was kind of, uh, you know, took the wind out of the sails of uh, – of EC Glass there early, but you got to credit Heritage's defense. Marquez White, two interceptions. Uh, Demetri Jones had an interception. They just kind of waited. Uh, and they put pressure on uh, George White and then waited and stepped in front of some of those passes. Uh, Hove Bateman, the the quarterback for uh, for Heritage, had another big game. I'll tell you what I think. I think the Dinwiddie loss really helped Heritage. Okay. I think seeing that kind of speed, seeing that kind of talent, it really help them coming into this game. Right. You know, one of the things that I'm seeing here is that you you watch a team and this is, you know, this is with any time you play a rival. And the rivalry is so big here. It doesn't matter if these teams are rolling in 4 and 0, 0 and 4, you know, these two teams and it's all over that jug. And for the life of me, I Bradley knows how to get that jug. Yeah. Well, he, he won't give it up. He won't give it up. I tell you, I was surprised, to be honest with you, at the score. Right. I thought it would be a higher scoring game. But, uh, you know, credit where credit is due. You you shut out, like you say, EC Glass. That's a, that's a heck of a job. And uh, you look at that seminal, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what you see there. And, of course... Both these teams are going to have, you know, other tough games down the stretch. So it, it'll sort of work itself out. Talk about a higher scoring game. Northside, um, Salem beating Northside. Northside visiting uh, Salem over there, Dave. That was your game. Um, Northside actually, again, went up 7 to nothing. Angel Rigney uh, made a nice TD pass to Sincere Julius right across the middle. Um, but this was... Uh, this was Peyton Lewis's coming out party for Salem, the running back number two over there. 16 carries, 164 yards, three TDs. He can fly. Yeah, yeah. well, that's – yeah, he he did. And as I say, that game was sort of back and forth, and then all of a sudden uh, that long drive and scoring as the first half ended really seemed to move Salem to where they, they took control and then went on to that uh, victory. But uh, – you know, it was a it was a competitive game early on in that contest. Absolutely, Patrick Henry thirty one to seven over William Fleming. Patrick Henry, Sid Webb. We kept waiting for Sidney Webb to step up, and you know, running the Wildcat. That's how uh, Patrick Henry got their first TD. He's he's dynamic. I mean, yeah. you know, on that team with all that speed and all that talent, you can't you can't guard everybody. And he right. got loose for that first TD. And then uh, PH got a, a field goal, went up ten to seven after Devin Johnson cut it to ten to seven for William Fleming, the quarterback there, Devin Johnson. And but Jay Z Kimbrough, three TD 
catches in the second half. That was the difference, and that's how uh, Patrick Henry pulled away from Fleming. You feel like Fleming, they're there. You feel like they're there, but they need a few things. You just feel like that Lewis English is their answer to things, and if Lewis English isn't the answer, they just don't know where to go. Right. And it scares me because, you know, Lewis English isn't going to be there all the time. You know, you got to figure these things out. you got to have these, you know, next kid mentality. Uh, but it's it's scary. Yeah. No, and they, they, they need they need to get uh, victory here uh, pretty quick because it's, you know, it's it's sort of snowballed. Yeah, so it's caving speak. in on them a little bit. And, yeah. you know, you've got to get some positive things happening. Right. Absolutely. Uh, the other game that we covered, Amherst County, 49-8 to eight over Liberty. Um, you know, freshman quarterback Mason Davison got hurt on really the first play of the game. And, oh. and uh, we hope that young man's okay. They, they carted him off. Um, but you lose your quarterback in the first play of the game, and that really hamstrung Liberty Bedford. Um, Amherst County had 11 running backs carry the ball. Um, right. I mean, that's, that's big time right there. Uh, James Morris, Tyreek Thomas, Eric West Jr., Antonio Parrish, uh, Nikhail Fleshman. I mean, I can go on. Gary Ligon, uh, Tyreek Belcher, Jay Sean Manning, Jeremy Adore, uh, DeMonte Mosby, uh, Datavius um, Stapleton. I mean, just a lot of guys carrying the mail for Amherst. But do you get the sense of this is one of these things of them going – one of them's going to work. Yeah. You know, you're you're kind of testing this on the fly as you go with 11 people carrying the ball. Who's your running back? Well, I, I think Christmas is, uh, he's certainly getting ready for the, the balance of the Seminole District. Yeah. He wants a lot of guys and a lot of different looks. Right. And, uh, you know, um, but also, you know, uh, for the Minutemen, running back Kentrell Evans had uh, 17 carries for 102 yards. So right. Not a bad night for that young man. But we have Coach Christmas Let's let's hear about uh, let's hear from Coach Christmas from Amherst County after the game. Coach Christmas, first of all, uh, congratulations on your win, and t- talk about you know some of the many great things you saw you know tonight from the game. Well, you know the big thing for us is I challenged our kids to to play the whole game, and uh, and I thought we did. You know, and then the fourth quarter. You know, we, we played a lot of young kids, and, and uh, you know, they, they got a score on us, but those kids got some, some valuable experience, and uh, and they played hard. You know, that was a big thing. I wanted to see them play hard the whole game. Uh, we cut down on a, a, a lot of turnover mistakes uh, with the first group. Of course, penalties were a mess, and uh, but our kids played hard, and I was proud of them. Yeah, who do you have coming up next? We've got Jefferson Forrest coming up. Okay, big game. Yeah. Well, yep. Coach, congratulations on the win. Thanks Appreciate for talking it. to All us. Right. All right. Uh, I t- again, you know, nothing like hearing it from the coach. Uh, but, you know, give Liberty a chance. You know, they got a new coach there. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got a new offense, a whole new, a whole new system. Uh, it's going to take a little while. People shouldn't expect um, these teams to just turn on a switch, and, and especially in the Seminole. Well, and here's one of the things, too. I Anytime that I would come from a program into a new program, I would always tell the people, it's going to take a little while. Don't expect this just to be an overnight change because it's not. You got to, you got to figure out what you're dealing with. You got to look at the players. You got to, they've got to deal with you. It's, it's, it's a process. Sure. And that's what we're seeing right now with Liberty because for the simple fact, look at last year. 
Last year, they had a fairly decent season last year. It, you know, it wasn't, you know, a super, super season, but they had a fairly decent season. And, you know, it does. When, when something new comes in and you start changing things and you start running it the way that you want it, it, it takes a little while. It, it just, you know, trust me, they'll be fine. It, right now, they're just in those growing pains. Yeah. A couple other guys to call out. Franklin County's uh, running back, Jalen Lee, 21 carries, 283 yards, three touchdowns. Has he been on anybody's watch list? I yet? don't know. He should be on everybody's he watch list. He needs to be. I mean, what a what a nice season he's putting together. And that was in a forty to nothing win over a yeah. Magna Vista team. Yeah. And they always have talent. No, he's he's tough. Jalen Lee and with Eli Fouts. I mean, they got you know, Franklin County's been doing well, really. Absolutely. LCA, it's finally Big Brother's turn to take a little uh of the spotlight. Uh, Big brother Caleb Davidson. Four TDs, 11 for 77 yards. Gideon, he was held to only two TDs, seven carries for 110 yards. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only, telling you what. Only. Oh, man, the what Davidsons. A, what a, what a The Davidsons are, 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 some, are something else. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to try to get back to Coach Woody. we got to get Coach Woody uh, yes. today. Love to talk to him, so we're going to try again. But let us take a quick break. Uh, stick with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Hey, football fans, I'm Aaron Ewart, a loan officer with Guaranteed Rate right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke. Or call me, 540-353-4494, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lenders subject to credit approval. MLS ID 220576, company MLS ID 2611, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. 
At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameripri's advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameripri's private wealth advisor, Jay Harlow, today at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameripri's Financial cannot guarantee future results. Ameripri's Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. All right, let's talk about one of our, our uh, another great sponsor. Ginger's Jewelry is one of the best in the business. Uh, it's where I shop. Everyone I know, that's where they get what they need uh, in the jewelry uh, arena. Um, Ginger's just fantastic. Her and her team. I mean, engagement rings, wedding rings, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, watches. They've got it all yes. uh, at Ginger's. And she's loca- located over on West Village Shops just over the hill from North Cross there on Electric. Um, go by and see them. Uh, they always have so many great deals. And the thing I like about them is that, you know, they're, they're creative. Sure. They can they can create things for you as well. And uh, just really appreciate her supporting the kids and, and being on the crunch with us. Um, all right. We have got to get to our legend of the game. I, uh, I've been waiting for this for a while, too. We've got uh, Coach Jeff Heifel, former coach of William Bird, and uh, what a, you know, he's a real thinking man's coach. I mean, great adjustments, just a, a smart man. And uh, let's uh, let's hear from Coach Heifel. I am here today with retired William Bird coach Jeff Heifel, a legendary coach. Uh, he probably wouldn't say that, but I say that. Outstanding coach. I've enjoyed talking to Coach Heifel over the 24 years we've done Crunch. Learned a lot from him, uh, both about football and life and business. I want to start with the basics. Where were you born? Uh, right here. Born in Roanoke City, old Jefferson Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were raised here, too? Yep. I've been here my whole life. Where did you actually grow up? I mean, was it... In Roanoke City, or was it in an area? Roanoke County, about two miles from here. Uh, Lewis Gill Hospital. Back towards the city a little bit? Uh, well, you know, there's a McDonald's down there. On yeah, the on highway. Apperson? The hill up behind it. We lived on top of the hill. And maybe some listeners know, but I mean, Roanoke was different back then. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not like it is now. That was a main thoroughfare. Yeah, the right. Lee Highway was. Now, see, I mentioned Lewis Gill Hospital. That was a big old farm field. Now, really? Was, okay. 419 didn't go through that. 419 stopped uh, at Lee Highway. It didn't come on out this way. I'll be darned. Uh, uh, so did uh, so Ridgewood Farms was that the was that the plantation there where the uh, that was still all all field and stuff back through there too. Okay. Kelly Road ran through there, but there was no 419 didn't come up through. There. Interesting. Tell me about your high school days. Now you played at Andrew Lewis. Andrew Lewis. Yep. So Andrew Lewis is, I mean, I wasn't around, obviously, when that when Andrew Lewis was big and when it was even around. So it's always fascinated me, Coach Eddie Joyce yes. and the success they had there and all the things that were achieved. So tell me about your high school days. What did you play? Yeah, the, uh, that whole Lewis thing was quite, and, and Salem, I, I played Sandlot football up in Salem. Mm-hmm. We had our own league, uh, the Salem League, and, and then played, went right up through the school system, starting in eighth grade. Andrew Lewis was 8 through 12. Okay. So we had an 8th grade team, then ninth grade team in the varsity, JV and varsity. Uh, I, was, I was a young, I was a running back and uh, linebacker type kid uh, most of the way through. Then my, actually for my senior year, we went to platoon. First time I'd ever done that. We had so many people coming back, they decided to go to platoon. And I, I was moved to a top and starting tight end and didn't play any defense. My senior, nobody, well, I said nobody. We had one guy who played both ways or practiced both ways anyway. The rest of us, you were offense all day, every day. Or you were wow. defense all day. That day. was a real luxury back then. Yeah, well, they had never done it. And we just had so many people back there. And again, it, it, you know, I understand why they did it. You know, looking back, I, I, it hurt us in some ways, I think, as far as we got the championship game. Starting defensive end, a good friend of mine hurt his ankle that week before, and he was an all-district type kid. Well, now you're bringing his backup in. I think we had some guys starting on the offense who should have, you know, could have been. So it made made you thinner, obviously, because we we didn't even practice both ways. Right. I mean, we practiced. Only time I practiced tackling all that all year uh, was on. We worked on punt team, so we had to tackle. So I remember, you know, that was it. We didn't do any defensive technique, and the defensive guys didn't do any offensive technique. That's interesting. So so beyond that, did you like just going one way, or would you have rather played both ways as uh, a kid, as a player? As, I, I think I'd rather go both ways. So yeah. the rest wasn't important to you? You'd rather have been no, on the field no, making no. plays? No, during practice, maybe sometimes you'd say, this <laughs> one way thing's pretty good. But as far as game night, no, I think everybody would rather have gone both ways. Now, you went on to college? Yep, went to King College in Bristol, Tennessee. Did you play there? Or did you? Uh, interesting. During our day at, at, at Angelo's, and it was back during the heyday, uh, we flew to a couple of games. I mean, we chartered a plane and flew down and played Hampton. We flew up to D.C. I mean, when you it, say flew, you I chartered mean, a... I mean, that's the only time most of us... I'd never flown, and most of us had never flown. Because, again, what nowadays every kid's flown. Right. We didn't fly. In fact, I haven't flown since then, really. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, I remember going out there and getting on the plane. First time I'd ever flown. Uh, you know, we're pulling in the parking lot, and they're announcing the Angelo's charter plane is ready on runway side. We just, just walk right through and get on it take off. Well, you're probably more nervous about that than any game you ever it played in. It was a little different, and it was funny. So, uh, we were, you know, it was a different world. We were so green. I said most of us had never been on a plane. We, I remember flying back from D.C. We had beaten G.W. Alexander, one of the teams that became the Remember the Titan team. Yeah. Uh, we'd beaten them pretty bad up there. And we're flying back. Uh, and, and word came back. It was, pass up all your loose chain. I remember first thing goes through my mind, what loose chain? They were going to crash. They didn't want chains flying around the cabin. You know, they were taking up a tip for the stewardess on, on you know, on, on the flights. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know. Most of it, I don't know if any of us knew what was going on. They didn't want to flying around. So the next time you didn't have any change in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Save a little money. We flew up to D.C. Matter of fact, we went up that D.C. flight. We went up there. It was in 68, I guess it was. They had riots all week. They almost called the game off. Uh, oh, wow. And they decided we'd go ahead and play it. We flew up there, and we got in there early on a Friday afternoon. I remember we landed. Ladies at the airport wouldn't believe we were a football team. We were always small. They right. were too small. 
Uh, we got to the to the school, and it was early, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock afternoon. We had beaten them in the state championship basketball the year before. Who's this now? The Angelos, this was G.W. of Alexandria. It was okay. one of the schools that combined. Uh, G.W. of Alexandria, okay. It combined later to be one of the schools for remember the Titan team. We had beaten them in the state championship the year before in basketball at the buzzer. Matter of fact, I started running back this year. Larry Cecil picked the ball up off the floor and laid it up, and it went as, as the horn was going off. We won the state Oh, wow. So we get to that place. They've had rides all week. I remember we're getting off the bus, and, and they've already lined up waiting for us. And they're saying, you know, which one's Cecil? Like, Cecil was the kid who made the run basketball. Going, we, you know, he breaks in the open, we're going to shoot him all this time. All the kids were saying he, he's a redhead at the back. Redhead. <laughs> That was Coach Joyce. Yes, we got. He's ready. He looked like an old kid, didn't he? <laughs> we, we went in and got dressed. We come out for the game, and there's a police escort. They surround us to walk us on the field. They walk us off at halftime back out. I mean, it was a little different atmosphere. Wow. Uh, yeah. And well, we beat them pretty bad. And got, we got out of there. Got back. Made it back to playing plane too, even though we had to give her a loose change. <laughs> you mean even after all that, you didn't kind of keep it close to try to be able to get out of there alive? I, I, I do. At the time, I was still running back. So was, this is my junior, I guess, junior sophomore year. And uh, so I remember uh, one time I was I was running the ball. I went through a big hole. And I remember it flashed in my mind. I hope they know I'm not Cecil. <laughs> I just remember that flash. We just, you know, yeah. There was a good hole, and I took off to because so, they said the first time he comes through a hole we're going to shoot him uh, it's funny now but I'm sure it wasn't yeah, funny yeah, back yeah. then well so again it was an unbelievable fairy tale, great high school you know the whole atmosphere in Salem uh, anybody talks about it now it's not what it used to be right I mean you know we didn't have malls or anything else places really did shut down for Friday and the whole student body was there now now it's more the communities that the games. I don't think that many students really go anywhere on these. You right. Know, you find the small. You see the student section. That used to be the whole school was there. So it was really a great atmosphere to grow up play. Uh, and we had a, a. We were known as a smaller, quicker team, uh, most time of year. And we had some guys who went on and had big success at Division One. We had some go to UT. Uh, before my time, we had some go down to Miami and end up in the NFL. I mean, we were really good football players. But what we mostly were, we were mostly a Division three type kid. I mean, I was a tight end at 170 pounds. Wow. So, and we, most of us had chances. In my senior year, I think there were about five of us, fairly good friends, who all the, what we call ODAC now, Hampton City, all those recruited yeah. us and offered all, you know, more all of us to come. I think if one or two of us had gone, maybe a lot of us had gone up and all of us sort of, what we had run into with, some of the older guys in front of us had, had gone that path, and, and some of them had real success at Division Three. But we also saw a lot of them quit after a year or two, even if they were starting. They just, you know, it wasn't the same. Oh yeah, they weren't flying in Division Three. <laughs> you know, in the games we went to, as we were being recruited, the crowds were nowhere near what ours were. I mean, so in some ways, you felt like it was a step down. A let down. Even though level-wise it wasn't. You were playing better people, I'm sure. Right. But the you know, we had. At Lewis, we every uniform we had, we had it in short sleeve, we had it in long sleeve. Huh. We had rip-away jerseys. You know, it, it was just really an unbelievable situation. And and watching a lot of guys in front of us go and the places we went that were recruiting us, you know, it didn't. It looked like a step down. It was not a step down. Obviously, the time right. would have been better. I tell you, uh, uh, <laughs> Coach Heifel, what a, you know, he said it. You know, he had a storybook uh, sort of high school career playing yeah. for Andrew Lewis. They flew places. They right. had all this, uh, they had jerseys, they, they always, you know, it's funny, you, you talk to those guys, and they never look like, you know, world beaters, because they were always so small. Sure. You know, and it, it always amazes me to hear, uh, especially the older generation, sit there and go, we flew places. Because, like he said, this was yeah. their first, really, airplane trip. 
you didn't you didn't fly back in the day and when you know you're a young kid and they're putting you on a charter plane and taking you somewhere for most kids that was probably their first and their last flights that they ever had unless you know something really took them out of the area you didn't fly the Roanoke Catholic uh, softball team. Around. Well, that was different. Oh, you know, okay. that was different. You know, <laughs> but that you know, but no, you know, we do things now by how close can we get you? Can we get there by a bus? Right. Nobody ever sits there now and goes, "Hey, can you know? Can we fly to California to play a football?" It's, right. No, you just don't do that. Right. But I, I love that that just him sitting there going, "I probably never flew after that." Right. So, but no, well, as a kid, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he's flown a lot now, but sure. I mean. It's it it, you know it shows you how big time football was back yeah. then high school football in the area right it and was it a, was yeah you know it was you 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 know I I grew up here in the valley and you hear the stories of you know Andrew Lewis Jefferson and you know one of my professors was uh, Tracy Callis who you know played ball and set track records over for Jefferson and. Uh, you know, you would just, you'd meet people like that, that you would go, you know, hey, you know, Pete Johnson, Pete Johnson lives here in Roanoke and uh, went to what I believe VMI Dave and then ended up with, he was the original. This is, this is a story that I love to hear because the number 88 for the Dallas Cowboys has yeah. always defined their wide receivers. It's been Michael Irvin. It's been, you know, it has been that number. Pete Johnson, who lives right here in Roanoke, was the first number 88 for the Dallas Cowboys. Really? That was the first guy who ever got that number. He ended up hurting himself uh, and never got to play, like, you know, in a regular ball game. I think he played preseason, but not regular ball game. But he was the first number 88, and he lives right here in Rhino. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, that, that speaking of that Lewis team and all, that, that, that book, it was great, wasn't it? Oh, Mark yes. Mark O'Connell wrote about the... Uh, you know, remember the Titans and all that kind of thing. So um, they certainly have made a phenomenal amount of publicity for this area, even years past. Right. Well, it really is. You know, and they they changed the names for movies and things like that. And if kids only understood what that team meant to this area, because it was, it was, you know, it was a change, a life-changing team for those kids. Right. So, you know, they made a movie about it. Right. Well, that's it. And then, yeah. And, you know, the bad thing about that movie is, remember they named the team, what, John Marshall or John Marshall, Marshall, yeah. Instead of, you know, yes. Andrew Lewis. I right. mean, come on. Yeah. Because I, I, I love it. Our buddy Billy Sample, who played uh, football for Andrew Lewis, he was in that ball game. Yeah. And I'm like, are you in the stats? And he goes, I caught a 15 yard pass across the middle. Somebody was holding, and they took it back from me. I never <laughs> caught another pass. He goes, I'm not even in the stats for the game. Oh, man. Uh, but he was in the game. Yeah. All right, let me go over the scores again real quick. Uh, back to the scores last night. Giles, 16-14 uh, over Narrows in the Ragsdale Bowl. That's what I'm calling it. Eastmont, 20-13 over Auburn. Lunenburg Central, a victor, 22-8 over William Campbell. Radford going down to Galax, 28-7, getting the win there. James River, 27-7 over Covington. Floyd County, 28-0 over Fort Chiswell. Amelia County, 35-7 over Alta Vista. Uh, George with a 55-32 winner over Carroll County. Glenver, 52-14 over Hidden Valley. Cave Spring, 34-7 over Allegheny. Bassett, 42-21 over William Byrd. Stanton River, 
49 to 14 over Tunstall at home. Lord Vodita, 35 to 3 over Appomattox. That was a close 7 3 game at the half. Yes. And uh, Vodita stepped on the gas in the second half. Uh, LCA, 56 to 6 over Rustburg. Um, that, that puts a one loss in the Rustburg column. Uh, this year, uh, LCA still undefeated. Brookville, 49-27 to over Jefferson Forest. Again, Jefferson Forest getting their first loss. Brookville stays undefeated. Heritage, 12 to nothing over EC Glass. Uh, Heritage keeps the jug. Um, again, uh, Heritage has one loss, and EC Glass has one loss. Now, that that Seminole District is really starting to get tight. Starting again. to shape itself, yes. Yep. Uh, Amherst County, undefeated, 49 to Eight over Liberty Bedford, and Amherst is uh, certainly a, a factor in the Seminole District right now. Salem, 55 to 14 over Northside. Franklin County, 40 to nothing over Magda Vista. And Patrick Henry, a 31 to 7 winner over William Fleming. So, again, uh, a lot of big games last night, a lot of great action. Um, I'm going to call out um, the Kip Nininger uh, Sports Foundation. Um, Kip Nininger was a two-time uh, state champion, 130 and 19 record. The young man uh, who uh, so many of us thought so much of uh, uh, died tragically in a car accident back in May of 2021. And uh, his dad and the, and the family developed this uh, Kip Nininger Sports Foundation where they, you know, they award scholarships not only to wrestlers. I've learned that they... They award scholarships to a lot of different kids in they a lot do. of different sports. Yes. And uh, they've got a golf tournament coming up um, October the 2nd. And the teams are filling up. You can still sponsor holes. You can still, uh, they're looking, they're always looking for items to uh, to auction off. So any way you can be involved would be great. It's the second annual uh, golf tournament there. And at October 6th is a Thursday. Only a few team spots left uh, again if there's any right now it's over at the Botetot golf and swim club which is a really pretty cool track if you if you like golf it's a 12 30 start box lunch a barbecue dinner live auction i tell you what they don't normally feed you twice at these things so it's a it's a <laughs> it's a quality event uh they awarded 37 scholarships last year look at that 37 that's, that's scholarships. Yeah, it really is. That's tremendous. And kids going to 15 different colleges. And the, the cool thing, I think this is really cool, the scholarships are all in the amount of, of $1,413. So $1,413 representing Kip's favorite Bible verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So really a kind of a cool uh, thing right there. Um, and if you want to uh, get involved, uh, go out to KS or KNSF, I'm sorry, .org, KNSF, the Kip Nineter Sports Foundation um, fund right there, and you can uh, you can be a part of that. So um, really uh, proud of what they're doing, and we were pr- so proud of that young man. Yeah, no, I've talked to the guys over there, and they said that even if you don't, you know, come and play golf, if you'd like to come over for the auction, you're more than welcome to come in. You know, this is a goal of raising money. Right. And this is a goal of giving back to the community. So you can even head over for the auction. How about that? That's nice. That's pretty cool. And then, and it'll be a who's who of people that are over there playing. I know a lot of the Virginia Tech wrestlers are involved. And, yes. And just, uh, you know, a, lo- a lot of different people around the area are, are playing in that and, and helping out. So uh, my hat's off to those guys over there. Hey, I want to call out the Patrick Henry Hall of Fame um, uh nominees and, and events coming up November the 4th, the halftime of the Salem versus Patrick Henry game over at PH. Man, that's going to be a game. That's really... And, and that's one on, I think, we, we did 
possibility. Yeah, that's one that could be our game of the week yeah, with Dave probably. Ross. So um, get ready to, to hit your votes when we get closer to that. Uh, they've got six inductees. Uh, there's a November 5th induction ceremony at Billy's. Uh, tickets are 75 bucks a piece. Again, um, really a cool event. James Hickenbotham, you remember him. Oh, yeah. He was a heck of a, and a great track athlete he as was. well. Great track yeah. and, and just a dynamic uh, running back. And I remember him and Lee Suggs went at it back in 98, uh, back and forth. And I'm trying to think, was it? Was it Arkansas State somewhere? Yeah, Arkansas State. Yeah, and he was a heck. He had a good career there too. He did. Um, was it Arkansas? Yeah, it was Arkansas State. And and you know he was one of the only, or he's the only two thousand yard rush rusher in a season at PH, which is really something. Uh, Ruben Terry, uh, baseball, football back in in the sixties. Uh, Anthony Brock Newton, uh, two thousand fourteen uh, football and tennis. Tyler Early, two thousand four tennis. Sarah Williams. Uh, these are all inductees. Uh, Sarah Williams, 2011, Patrick Henry basketball. Most points uh, for uh, Patrick Henry basketball, 1,508. And then uh, Bayanga Keita, I hope I said that right, 2009 soccer. So uh, really a cool event, Patrick Henry Hall of Fame. And they're going to do, they're going to honor those guys at the uh, Salem PH game on November 4th. So. Uh, nice. Keep that in mind. Well, you know, Ruben Terry, of course, was a tremendous uh, official for years as well. Absolutely. Did a, did a great job. No I question. love it when guys that have a storied high school careers stay involved yes. by officiating or coaching or whatever. They just stay involved. Broadcasting, you know. Broadcasting. Just, yeah. 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 Absolutely. No, and that's the thing. And we've seen it this year, and I know last year we had started to see it. If you're interested in officiating, let your city know. Right now, we've got a shortage of officials it, in this country. Yeah, it's 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 a problem. I'm it not really lying. is. That's why they've had to put some games yeah. on Thursday. Some games have been postponed. I mean, it's uh, and and doing these games. You know, I'll read off the officials, and of course, I notice right you know, these same guys I did two weeks ago right. or whatever because there just yeah. aren't that many. Of no, them. it's a handful of them right now doing all of these games. And if you're interested, you know, contact your local high schools, contact your city. And, you know, become an official. Yep, the uh, Western Virginia Football Officials Association, I think. There you go. They're, okay. They're, they're, that's good because they're, you know, they have their own group. And and uh, yeah. that's how they, you know, get the guys to the particular games and all. So. And they give you training. They, sure. they train yeah. you. They, no, I mean, that's it. You know. It's not big pay, but, I mean, you're really doing it for the sport. That's well, you're it. doing it, yeah. You're not doing it for the pay. It's just yeah. doing it because you enjoy the sport and you enjoy doing something that, you know, was positive for not only the schools but for the community. Right. Absolutely. Another great sponsor for us, Fuzzy Pickle. We've got uh, uh, we've got a deal going on with them. They're amazing local. And the guys are wearing the Fuzzy Pickle yeah. T-shirts today. Look at that. Um, that's pretty cool. Look at that. Dave Ross surfing over there in his chair. <laughs> he didn't get wiped Here out. Here he goes, uh, ladies uh, and gentlemen. All right. So Fuzzy Pickle, an amazing local T-shirt place uh, here in town. Besides Sheets on Apperson near Electric Road, FuzzyPickleT-shirts.com. Uh, no spaces in there. That's how you can get uh, catch up with them. Fastest turnaround times, bar none. Unlimited colors, prints, no setup fees. Uh, you can design your own T-shirt, full embroidery uh, shop, uh, hats, golf shirts, jackets, other business apparel. No minimums. No minimums. That's the one that blows me away. Yes. 
no minimum. So, you know, you can you can just do one if you want. One of the things that always gets me, and I love when I go into the shop over there, and I'll stop by and see Scott and Sean, uh, the Chuck Taylors. Remember Chuck's back oh, yeah. in the day? You can put a design on a Chuck Taylor these days. It's that style shoe. But if you wanted to do the Dave Ross Game of the Week, you could have a pair of sneakers yeah. with Dave Ross Game of the Week on the side of them. The high school, the football team. It, it's amazing. They've got a set of Glenver shoes over there. Every Pretty time slick. I just pick them up every time because I'm like, that is amazing to see that collage on the side of a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's good to sign. I don't want it on the bottom of the shoe, okay? <laughs> well, well, that's the only place we're going to put it, you know. So That's where my gum goes. On the exactly. Bottom, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and then when we come back, it's going to be time. We're going to do the five things you need to know about high school football. We're going to do the grade eight poll, uh, grade eight debate. Yes, always uh, a debate. Always a debate. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Southern Air is your heating and cooling solution in your home and your business. Understanding how to maintain these systems is a career, and one you can pursue without spending a dollar on tuition or books. Whether you're a high school senior or looking to start a new career, Southern Air's apprenticeships pay you to learn a trade. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, welding, and more. You don't need a college degree to be a success. Learn more at southern-air.com slash careers today. Southern Air, your HVAC fix, since 1946. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of high school sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. Hey, football fans, I'm Jason Bialik, VP of Mortgage Lending with Guaranteed Rate, right here in Southwest Virginia. Working with a local mortgage expert to navigate through today's real estate market is more important than ever. Get pre-approved on our fast digital mortgage at rate.com forward slash Roanoke, or call me 540-915-8441, and our team will help you win. Equal housing lender, subject to credit approval, NMLS, ID number 210454, company NMLS number 2611, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. 
We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Crunch time. Thank you, Franklin County Eagle cheerleaders. We love that. Uh, calling out the crunch and crunch time. All right. So um, let's let's jump right into five things you need to know about high school football. First of all, I got to say, Jimmy's not here. So there's no Jimmy thing. No. This week. So <coughs> certainly uh, we're going to miss that. And I'm sure he'll have a, uh, a great one next week. But um, let's get into the five things you need to know about high school football this week. All right. You know, we talked a lot about it last week. Haven't mentioned it yet so far, but uh, you guys know that uh, Highland Springs and Martinsburg played this week. Oh, and Highland Springs took them apart, thirty-four to three. Wow! Over at Martinsburg. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, Whoa. So <laughs> how about that? You know, uh, Martin's fans must have been. Oh, Martinsburg! You know, got them last year by a point. <laughs> right. And uh, Highland Springs said, oh, "Okay, we're going to make a few adjustments." And and you know, those are two. Uh, state championship and caliber teams, one in West Virginia and uh, Martinsburg, what, certainly. What, what division is Highland Springs? Do you know? Highland Springs, I think they're five, 5A. Five okay, so they're, yeah, wow. So, you know, they're not six, but five. But, you know, you get up to those bigger divisions and, and it kind of all mixes together, but certainly uh, they've got a lot of talent. And uh, to hold Martinsburg, West Virginia to only three points, that's really doing something. So that's number five. I thought I'd start with that shocker there. Um how about this one? You know, I saw some uh, some things online and, and out there uh, on, on the Twitter sphere. Uh, Patrick Henry's got a secret weapon this year. You know, they've been doing these special talks with the team. Okay. So some of these guys of, you know, leaders or former players have come in and, and talked to the team. This week they had Tiki Barber. Nice. Tiki Barber via Zoom. Now, Tiki actually played at Cave Spring, but he's a good friend of Walt Derry, who's one of the coaches yeah. over there. Yes. And Walt had Tiki speak to... Uh, to Patrick Henry's team. So um, kind of cool to have guys uh, call in and, and talk to our young men, uh, you know, our young players uh, before games. Well, you know, it's it's always amazing to see, especially when you, when you walk into the school, when you see the Hall of Fame, you know, plaques up on the wall and you see the pictures. And, you know, one of the things, especially over at Roanoke Catholic, when I would walk into Catholic, the first picture I would see was Mike Burnham. Yeah. And then you sit there and you go, okay, 20 years later, you know, I, that's one of my friends. I can call Mike Burnham a friend. And you're sitting there going, this guy this guy made himself a legend here. He's on the wall. He's on the wall. And so it always helps that when, you know, when you can pick the phone up and call these guys, that you walk down the hall and you see their jerseys and you see what they've accomplished. 
it, it, you know, and the Barber twins, they are clearly the representatives of, you know, Roanoke. Same way with uh, the young man in basketball. Oh, I just, I lost it from Wait. Cave Spring. Oh, Reddick. Reddick, J.J. Reddick. I just yeah. lost it in my head. J.J. Reddick. You know, they're they're Roanoke, born and raised. Yeah. And, you know, those are the guys that you look up to, and it's good to see them back in the community. Well, and speaking, you know, how about the job that, uh, what was it, last week, Boogie Basham did? Yeah. Boogie Basham. Guy. Yeah. And That's, yeah. I mean, the, the, it's amazing how many are, uh, I went to a, something this week and a guy who had a good career at, at at Patrick Henry Stephen Wosky who ended up playing at Hampton Sydney and all that you, you got a lot of these guys and gals around here who ended up having good careers and now yeah. are uh, part of the community look at Curtis Turner and all you know all those guys and the, oh, yeah. you know Russell Russell Turner I mean Russell right. Turner the coaching you know the yeah. coaching tree there as yeah. well oh, and man. you know yeah you know the one that you you mentioned the Williams Bo- brothers yeah you mentioned so. Boogie Basham. The one thing I think about with Boogie Basham is when he he played basketball too, pretty good basketball yes. player. But when there was a loose ball, and and they were all fighting for the ball, he'd stick one paw in there and sure. he would pull it out every time. He's <laughs> got the biggest hands, right? I mean, you talk about a guy with big hands, yeah. But um, but anyways, no, that's interesting. You know, you just think about all that stuff. All right, number three. Uh, see if you can tell me who this quote comes from. I like this one. It's the one thing you can control, how people remember you or don't remember you. So don't take it lightly. Oh, wow. Who do you think that came from? Not a football guy. Not a football guy. But a professional or former professional. All right, you give up. Yeah, I give up. Kobe Bryant. Okay. So it's the one thing you can control, how people remember or how people don't remember you. So take don't take it lightly. You know, so what do you, I think he's saying there is certainly... Hey, um, you know, handle yourself, handle right. your business. Make sure that you're you're a man of character. Make sure that you're um, you're thinking about the way you come across. I always love the uh, Shaq story where he <laughs> goes to Kobe and he tells Kobe that there's no I in team, and Kobe goes, "Yeah, but there is an ME." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. Uh, all right, number two. Uh, this one, I mean, this one just struck me. Uh, you you want to talk about a ball hawk? Uh, Radford quarterback uh, and safety, uh, Landon Clark, has a nose for the football. Picked off Galax twice last night. You know, he picked off Galax the first two passes. Yeah. Uh, and then also threw two touchdowns. Uh, really having a, a nice uh, year. And uh, if you want to see uh, somebody that really has a natural feel for the quarterback position, try to catch a game with Landon Clark. Right. He's a great basketball player, too. But okay. He just has a... You know, he's got his eyes downfield. He's just got a right. natural way of playing the quarterback position. Where is he? Oh, he's at Radford. No, I'm saying next level. Where did they? Has I, he I, don't know, yeah, I don't know whether he's going to play bad. I know he loves basketball, but I'm okay. not sure where where he's projecting, whether he's going to go play football or basketball. He could play either one. Sure. Okay. So I haven't really heard. All right, number one. All right, our great eight, number one and number two teams square off next Friday. Yes. LCA in Brookville. Yeah. Mm. I'm telling you. And, uh, you know, LCA, you got to look at Gideon Davidson. You do. You know, Brookville's, the bees have to figure out how to handle him. And for the Bulldogs, you know, quarterbacks, uh, Drake McDaniel uh, for Brookville has had a great year. I was looking at his stats. And I was talking to Coach Meeks last week. He was our player of the of the week last week in, in Lynchburg. He's having a great year. 
uh, he's really causing issues for opponents. So that one's going to be a great game. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Even though it's the middle of the season, you right. know, the better teams are starting to square off. Here's what LCA has to handle with Brookville. Brookville right now is in this process of 14 points in the first quarter, 21 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second, 10 in the third, 21 in the fourth. They just keep hitting you, hitting you, mm-hmm. hitting you. And if you can't handle that, you're going to have an issue. And we've watched these last couple weeks. You know, last night was, what, 49 points? Uh, week before that was 61, 35. They just keep hammering you. And LCA's going to have to deal with it. You know, Brookville, you look at it, they have a great history when you think about it. You know, we were talking about Jeff Woody, but you got Jamar Lovelace who played there. You also have Logan Thomas. I mean, they have a number and have had some very good football teams through the years. Well, the other thing about Brookville is, you know, they are traditionally a tough team. And, I mean, they they are physical. Uh, it's just uh, in their DNA. They're not going to finesse you ever. They're right. going to run right at you. They're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to play tough football. And, uh, you know, so that's something that when you face a Brookville B team, uh, you better prepare for if you're not ready for it, I don't care how talented your team is. If you're not ready for that style of play, you're gonna. It's gonna be a long ride home on the bus. Yeah. All right. So it's time for the grade eight debate, um, and I, I can't wait to see if Coach has any one loss teams in his. <laughs> All I mean, right. Eventually, he's gonna run out. Of, I'm gonna run out of undefeated. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll start first. So I've had a little bit of shuffling, um, and I'll start with uh, number eight and. You know, some of my teams, uh, you know, have moved around uh, quite a bit, and it's really just because of the performance of other teams. But number eight for me this week is uh, Christiansburg. So undefeated okay. still. Number seven, Lord Botetot. Nice. You know, a couple good wins in a row, but uh, they're still in my grade eight. But uh, they've got that one loss against EC Glass. Right above them, EC Glass now, number six, having lost their first game to Heritage. Number five for me, Salem. Number four, Heritage, moved up a few spots. Number three, this is my biggest jump uh, this week, Radford. Uh, Radford's really making a believer out of me. You know, I, I, I knew they had the skill guys, but I wondered if they were rugged enough. They're rugged enough. Uh, they, they really uh, proved that to me against a tough Galax team uh, last night. So Radford's number three. And then number two is Brookville. Number one's LCA. I mean, I've got those two seminal teams that are going to square off this week. Yes. They're going to settle. They'll settle Who it. should be number one uh, going into uh, next weekend? So that's kind of where I stand. Coach, what uh, what say you? You know, I think you have to throw Amherst in there somewhere. Okay. You know, I think they're having a pretty decent season right now, and you've got to throw Amherst in there. I'm with you now. Some of these three-in-one teams have to start coming in. And you're seeing a Salem, you're seeing an LB. I think you still see Cave Spring in here somewhere. Okay. Uh, just for the simple fact of, you know, four games, they've only allowed 17 points scored. So this is a good team. Yeah, playing good defense, certainly. Dave Ross, what uh, what are your thoughts around, uh, you know, some of the better teams in the area? I know, uh, um, you know, you watch a lot of these games. You see, you've seen a lot of great uh, performances. Uh, uh, what do you think about that grade eight? Well, I think LCA Brookville, you got to that 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 really says it, and that's why that game is is going to be so critical. And then again, many of the uh, I would go along. You got Christiansburg, you got Salem, uh, 
you know, I'd have to Patrick Henry in there. You yeah, know, they only have uh, one loss. And uh, Cave Springs. So, I mean, we have so many good teams, and now you're getting into the meat of the schedule of these teams, and this is where we'll see things start to really move forward for those that are in the upper crust, so to speak, and right. then others who may fall down a little bit. You know, I, it's interesting, you know, um, you know, you never want to lose a game, but, uh, you know, uh, certainly, you know, sometimes when you're undefeated and you go into the playoffs, the pressure, yeah. not only do you yes. have to play the team you're playing, but the pressure of trying to play the record that you're trying yep. to keep. It's it's one of those things in high school that it's like, hey, maybe it'd be better. I mean, I've seen some undefeated teams just put so much pressure on themselves sometimes that they lose. Right. And if they maybe had one loss earlier in the season, they wouldn't have that additional pressure. I'm a firm believer that you need that loss in the season. I don't care who it is, just to get you to a point of sitting there going, we're beatable. Yeah. Somebody can beat us. So play that way. Yeah. And they say that a lot, you know, in college football or something. Sometimes a team that's unbeaten goes into a bowl game or whatever and may lose. And they say maybe if they were 9-1 and one instead of 10-0, and oh, it might have been a difference. But it, it, it's hard to say. I mean, you're out there to win the football right, game. Right, right. I mean, you don't want to give away one. No. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned some other teams, that, and they're just out of my eight, but they're, they're right there on the cusp. I mean, Rustburg is still right up there for me. Galax yeah. only has one loss. Galax plays Graham right. this week, so we're going to find out a lot about them. Uh, Graham's got another good team. As a matter of fact, Graham um, put it on EC Glass in a scrimmage this year. They that did. was pretty impressive. Yes. So, um, you know, we'll find out a lot about Galax and, and what they've got against Graham. Cave Springs in there. Jefferson Forest only has one loss. Right. North Cross only has one loss. The yeah. Raiders. You know, Glenver's coming on. Franklin right. County is coming on. Yeah, Pulaski right. County only has one loss. Yeah. So there, you know, we don't we don't want to exclude you know uh, teams that have an opportunity. We just try to pick the the great eight, uh, the top eight among you know who we think uh, at this time uh, deserves to be in the rankings. We'll see, and and you're going to have here in the future, of course. PH is going to play Pulaski. They're going to play Salem. You know, you've got. Uh, Cave Spring, I mean, because you're all in that same district, so... They're all going to play Christiansburg. Yeah. They're all going to play, right. you know... Yeah. So that's, you know, it's it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be uh, nitty-gritty time. Let's put it that way. Well, the beauty of it is, same way with the Seminole, is there's no questions at the end of the regular season about, you know, I wish they would have played each other. I mean, the Seminole, you know, they chew on each other for that whole yeah. regular season... Right. And when they come out of there, you know they've been tested. Same way with the river, same way with the blue ridge. Sure. Uh, the three rivers is like that. Um, these cross-district games are interesting. And then cross-the-state games. I mean, I really, and I'll say it again, I really think that Heritage game against Dinwiddie okay. in week two, losing that game against that kind of talent, helped them prepare for the C.C. Glass game that they just had last night. You know, out of all the games last night, that was the one I wanted to to kind of follow the most. And uh, we had the opportunity for P.H. and Fleming to play early yesterday, so it gave me the opportunity. And so when I got in the car, uh, our buddy Dennis Carter over in Lynchburg yeah, yeah, is yeah. now calling E.C. Glass football. Yep. So I cut the radio on over there and listened to Dennis and the group over there call football. And... It, you know, that was the game that I was just so 
you know, I wanted to see who got that jug because you just, every year, you throw the records out the window, it's all about who can win that jug in that rivalry. Yeah. Well, so, you, you think of that corridor there, Amherst, all the way into Lynchburg and, uh, yeah. you know. The Seminole Trail Forest right down through there. and all that. I yeah. mean, that, uh, think of the teams that have come from there through the years. I mean, it's. Right. It, it's something. It really is. Well, that Timberlake corridor, too, you know, yes. with, uh, with Brookville and Heritage oh, yeah. and then right up to LCA there. I mean, uh, it, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's it's interesting to kind of study those. And, and you guys know the history of some of those guys. I mean, um, it's funny, you know, uh, kids come in, they, they play, they graduate, but the traditions stay. Right. You know, the traditions stay. And those those folks that played... They may go to college and play. They may go to work, but they're in the stands now, and yep. they're still carrying those same stories. They're still carrying that same fervor about those rivalries, and now they're in the stands. Or they're coaching. Like, or they're coaching. Yeah, we've talked about with Walt Derry. We talked Jeff Woody. You know, they're, they're, they're guys who eventually then get into the coaching ranks. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about uh, next week's best matchups. Um I love to do this, and and uh, you guys, uh, let me read through it, and then we'll we'll go uh, around the horn here a little bit. You guys can talk about what what one jumps out at you. Franklin County at Hidden Valley, okay. Uh, William Fleming's traveling up to Harrisonburg. We got Princeton, West Virginia at Lord Botetourt. That's an interesting one. Northside at PH. Uh, we got Allegheny at Stanton River. Uh, Blacksburg at Salem. Glenver at Carroll County. Stewart's draft at James River. How about that? Stewart's draft oh, wow. is always tough. Yeah. Uh, traveling over to James River. Fishburn at Rona Catholic. North Cross at uh, St. Anne Belfield. Um, Jefferson Forest at Amherst. That's an interesting one right there. Liberty yeah. Bedford at EC Glass. You got the big game, LCA at Brookville over in uh, the Hill City. That, that one certainly is going to be one that's going to get a lot of interest. Rustburg at Heritage. Okay. How about that? The two coaches That'll that used to coach one. together, uh, yeah. Bradley and Torrance. Yeah, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Rustburg does after losing like they That's did. That's right. To, to come back in the same way, uh, Heritage, uh, with that win, are they going to be down a little? You just don't know. Well, the one thing that's interesting is Torrance knows the personnel at Heritage. Yes. I mean, you know, he coached with Bradley there for a number of years, and he still knows the, you know, the guys over there and uh, – uh, you know, they're not going to surprise him with uh, personnel. Uh, Alta Vista at William Campbell. Got to like that one. Uh, Radford at Christiansburg. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And that, that's, now that's... <laughs> that, that's big time right there. I, that tailgate in there is going to be something else. <laughs> yeah. clue you. Giles at Fort Chiswell. We got Eastmont at Bland County. Okay. Uh, Craig County at Twin Valley. Uh, George With at Rural Retreat. Right. Could be a good, pretty good game. Galax at Graham. That's yeah. another just uh, yeah. uh, hammer and tongs. I mean, they're going to go at it. Um, and then Saturday, we've got Pulaski County at, at Cave Spring, which is kind of cool for us because, you know, it gives us a chance to do a bonus game. Sure. Um, so Pulaski County at Cave Spring over at Bogle, that'll be uh, that'll be fun to to slide over there and watch that game on Saturday night. What time is that game? Do you have I think a time? It's, I think it's a 7 o'clock game. Okay. Here. Yeah, on Saturday night, so... And then idle this week, William Byrd narrows Auburn and Floyd County in nice. in the crunch, uh, the the crunch area. So, but you know, I'm with Dave here, and that Fleming game with Harrisonburg, yeah, 
Clemens got to win a ball game. You know, that's that that's a key, and they've done yeah. well against Harris they State have. over the they past have. few years. But they you have. Gotta, you got to get a victory here so that right. you're saying, hey, see, we got this one now. Let's keep going or something. Right. You know? And what I'm starting to notice too, Dave and, and Carl, is that look at the teams that are coming out of West Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, uh-huh. playing these teams around here. It's like these, you know, these teams are getting themselves into playoff mode by playing these better teams. And I, and I hate to say that, the, you know, look, you have good competition here. Mm-hmm. But the teams they bring in, these, you know, Princeton's, and I, we've watched, what, Pulaski County play a Tennessee team. Yeah, Bluefield. they played Tennessee High. And they, you know, you're starting to see these teams play these other teams. Uh, it just feels like, you know... They're trying to up their game a little bit. Yeah. And you get into that, you know, Martinsville, Danville area. They yeah. play a lot of teams just across the line. The border, you're right yeah. on yeah. North Carolina border. So, yeah. you know, more heading some of those places. Right. You know, it's, it's really interesting. It used to be, it seems like it used to be back in the day, uh, teams would play, you know, try to p- schedule easier teams. No, out not of anymore. District. No, you're right. Not anymore. No, you're right. Yeah. No. That is. That used to be, okay, well, Get a couple patty cakes in here and yeah. there you go, but that that doesn't happen anymore, no. right? No, so. you take a look. What is it, Mecklenburg out of Tennessee? There, uh, is it Mecklenburg? What's That's the North Carolina? No, I know. What's the team out of? Uh, Are you talking West Virginia? Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Martinsburg. 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 You take a look at Martinsburg. They're all over the place in this valley these days because teams just they're wanna, all over the country. I know, but yeah, I'm saying right. teams just want to go up there and see the measuring stick. Yeah. against Martinsburg. Well, and that's sort of, if you think about it, back in the day in basketball, remember DeMatha Catholic would yeah. play teams all over the place. Right. Yeah, Oak Hill, DeMatha. Yeah. You would watch these teams, yeah, because well, they were the measuring Highland stick. Springs wanted to see the measuring stick, but they took it back to Richmond exactly. with Exactly. Against <laughs> yes. Martinsburg. Right. Because 34-3 to 3 is a pretty no, good thrashing. That, that's shocking to me. Yeah. It really is. That's shocking. But you know what that opens up now? You'll see teams heading down to Highland Springs next year. Because they're going to want to see, you know, how they measure up against Highland Springs. I don't know if they want to see that or I don't, not. Well, I don't either. And the other thing about that is, though, uh, Randy, that, you know, you don't know. I don't know what their uh, league is, but you don't have that many non-league games. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Anymore. Yeah. So Out of district it's games. It's not that. It's, 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 yeah. You're not going to be able to. Yeah, but, you know, I, I really admire these coaches today and these ADs that will schedule those kinds of games. Because as a fan, we want to see them. Sure. You know, we yeah. want to see um, Galax play Graham. Right. We want to see Salem and Martinsburg square off. Yeah. We want to see Heritage and Dinwiddie. Right. I like those kinds of games. Riverheads and Botetot. Yes. I mean, it takes some gumption to schedule those games. It does. A whole because, lot. Because, you know, you can you can get going south pretty well, quick. And that's what makes, for instance, the state playoffs good because, you know, you get to see, like, Heritage High School, Newport News, or Hampton, or, you yes. know, schools like that that you don't know that much about around here. Right. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk uh, about uh, maybe one of our best sponsors, Haley Toyota, Chuck Baker. Yes. Just a fantastic guy, really involved in the high school scene. Uh, if if you're going to buy a vehicle, used or new, you got to start with Chuck over at, at Haley Toyota. It's it's the place to go. You know they they have great deals. They they have great vehicles. That showroom is fantastic. It is his new showroom yes. over there is just is is and he's they've got a big service area. 
you know, we bought our last car from him. He did a, a, us a great deal and a great job. And, and uh, my wife's driving it around right now, RAV4, and it's, it's so nice. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, when you hear a guy on the radio a lot and you right. understand the kind of investments he makes in the Valley here locally, yeah. then that's the guys that I want to work with. Exactly. That's who I want to deal with. And he's, he's right here in this Valley. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's question. right here in the studio. Exactly. He does quite a bit of stuff with us and Greg Roberts. And, you know, no, Chuck is a, uh, he's a Roanoke guy now. He lives right here in the Valley. And go by and see, uh, make sure you support Haley Toyota. Absolutely. Former Spider. Yes, he was. Former Spud golfer. <laughs> golf captain. Yeah. Golf captain. See golf that? captain. You see that? You, about you that? learned, buddy. I like it. Yeah, how about that? So make sure you tune in next Saturday at 10 a.m. for crunch time. Next week, uh, you know, we'll, it'll be a two-hour show, so we'll, we'll be loving it. We're going to get a little effort to get Coach Woody in. Yeah. Uh, Got to get Coach Woody. Um, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, the game uh, that's going to be on uh, a Crunch website today okay. uh, is Northside at Salem. Dave yeah. Ross and his team did a fine job there. It starts at 3 p.m. So Yeah, don't forget to vote. Got to vote also yep. for next week's game. And those two games are? Uh, those two games are Franklin County at Hidden Valley and Northside at Patrick Henry. Nice. So a um, couple good games there. So go ahead and vote at uh, crunchhssports at gmail.com. Uh, next week we'll have our five things you need to know about high school football. The Jimmy thing will be back. Uh, okay. Grade eight poll. Um, next uh, we'll have a great uh, Legends of the Game, uh, Haley Toyota Legends of the Game uh, segment for you. Uh, great show today. Thanks for listening to Crunch Time. Special thanks to Dave Ross, our man. Uh, make sure you check out the Crunch Game of the Week with Dave Ross on the Crunch website all season long. It's good and only getting better. And again, thanks to you fine folks for listening out there. There'd be no show without you. We humbly appreciate you. Uh, for Coach Randy, Dave Ross, I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for, for him. him. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.